chances are you've experienced the topic of today's episode without being able to put words to it in quite this way before. That feeling you have when you're absolutely dreading sitting down to write that newsletter to your list, only to step away, go for a walk, have a breakthrough idea, and come back to your desk to have the perfect words pour out of you. Well, that is the exact energy shift we're covering in today's episode, but it applies to all areas of business, not just newsletters, and it's the thing that will get you the biggest results. Because you know that you always see more results in your biz when you feel aligned to what you want and how you want to create it. But what you may not be aware of is exactly how to notice when you're not in the right headspace or feeling the right energy and how to shift it so you can get more done in a way that feels good. So if you feel like you're going through the motions, taking actions, and still not seeing the results you want, today's episode all about shifting your energy is going to seriously blow your mind and help you to see more results with more ease. Even if this feels a little woo-woo, trust me, it's a game changer and you're going to want to give yourself the space and permission to listen and implement. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Denley, the mindset coach that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. My guest today is Sandra Cremone. Sandra is an intuitive healer, breathwork facilitator, keeper of joy, and holder of space. She believes that we are here to enjoy life, to feel lit up, and to light others up. It's about getting to a place where we believe that we are worthy of a joyful life and worthy of change, and it's about doing the emotional, physical, and spiritual work to live that joyful life that we are so deserving of. Sandra, welcome to One Simple Shift. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you, Amanda. I'm really excited to be here with you today. Yes, I'm so excited to have you. So I read your bio, but I would love to hear in your own words. Can you tell us a little bit more about what it is that you do and why you do it? Yeah, so it's it's basically energy work. It's done through coaching. Um, it's done through breath work, which is just such a powerful way to move our own energy. Um, and it's really what it comes down to at the end of the day. It's really about going inward, helping clients go inward to see how they're feeling and how they're really moving through their day. If they're showing up in a joyful way, in a way that feels in alignment to them um, in those moments when they're not. Yes. I love that. So I think a lot of times, especially as business owners, we're so focused on doing the things like taking those things off of our to-do list, getting things done, moving through things really quickly, up-leveling our goals and you know, before we know it, we're like on to the next thing so quickly. So I think it's just super fascinating the way that you talk about this energy work and the way that it can connect back to our businesses and actually help us to see more of the results that we want rather than less. So can you talk to me a little bit about your own business and how you got into this energy work? Yeah. 
it's fascinating. Um, and I've experienced it firsthand. I think that's part of, well, that is how kind of I got here, but I really, I started in education. So I was a Montessori teacher. I used to run a school. What I started noticing was that families were really struggling. It wasn't about like teaching them how to parent or how to do certain things with their children, like toilet learning or, you know, these various things you have to do with kids when they're little. It was about how they were feeling in like their parenting bodies and in their bodies. And so then that moved me towards family coaching. And I started working with families in that capacity and just, again, not teaching them how to do things. Cause I noticed that that would, that wouldn't work. If I was like, Oh, this is how we talked, you know, phrase it in this way, or this is how we invite them to help us, or it would never work. It wouldn't stick over time. Um, and again, it was really about like where they were feeling stuck, what they had experienced as kids themselves Um, what blocks and stressors were coming up for them, like in their work, in their personal lives, not even related to their parenting, but it was, again, all connected. That's so fascinating to me because I think that's kind of like that under layer, that foundation piece that a lot of us like to skim over, especially as business owners, right? We're like, oh yeah, foundation. All right. I did that one time. I did that ideal client exercise moving on, you know? (laughs) But it, it really is. It's so important because as you were talking, I was thinking about this and I just, I think that you're right. Like until we get to that kind of underlying energy, that underlying foundation, until we can figure out why it is that we're having a hard time showing up in the way we want to, it's so much harder to put the right actions in place, right? Or to get that result that we're looking for. Yeah, totally. And so it's the same, like I'll use a parenting example and then pull it into the business space. But like as an adult, if you're You want your child to, I don't know, get their shoes on, put their shoes on. And you're showing up with a really stressed out, maybe frustrated, like, oh, we got to go. We got to get out the door type of energy. I can assure you that child is not putting their shoes on and that it's going to take an extra 20 minutes to get out the door. And it's the same. It's the same with our businesses, right? So it's the same. Like, I love using Instagram as an example because this is something I've experienced as a business owner showing up and writing up a post and be like, yeah, I'm going to write my posts. I'm going to get my content out there. It's like, well, how are you doing it? Are you showing up like frustrated and angry, tired, upset, like stressed out? Or like, I really want this course. I want to do well. Like I want people to buy my course. I want people to sign up with me. Like I know I'm here to help people, but that's still that same type of energy. It's like that pushing, forcing, um, type of energy. And it's, it's the same thing. It's like, if Instagram's the kid in this example, it's like, yeah, you're not going to have people signing up for the course, or you're not going to have these things that you're like really pushing for because truly whatever we push resists. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> so talk to me more about that. What do you mean by that? Oh, so that was something that the first time I heard that phrase, I heard it in my Montessori training. And it was, yeah, my mentor and teacher at the time said it. She said, whatever we push, resist. And I know there's like, from like a physics perspective, this is like a law of science. Working with children, you see it and you feel it so immensely, right? And so for me, I think working with children helped me 
reach this place in my business and like doing energy type work because children are just these like innocent, tiny little balls of energy walking around super fresh. And they haven't like learned all these ways of being that us adults have and all these like stories and limiting beliefs. And, and so like, they're very true to themselves. They're like these authentic. I mean, as I'm talking about this, I'm literally sitting here being like, wow, kids are so amazing. They're like, (laughs) who we wish we could be as adults, I think a lot of the time. And, and I see that in my work. A lot of the work I do is helping adults tap back into their inner child. Um, and not just like the reparenting side, but like tapping back into that childlike joy and curiosity and love of life and genuinely like doing things because they light us up. Yes. I love that so much. Um, especially, especially because I think that it's just like so clear to me the ways that doing things that light you up can have this almost like ripple effect on your life and business, right? Because when you're not all of a sudden pushing, pushing, pushing for this one goal you have or this one result you want because you believe that with that result is going to come all of these feelings and all of these desires that you're finally going to be able to have and experience. If all of a sudden we're no longer pushing for the goal and we allow ourselves to tap back into, well, how can I experience those feelings before I reach that goal? How can I experience that kind of energy before I have the thing, it's almost like once you get the thing, you don't even care anymore, right? (laughs) You're like, oh, that's nice because you already have the feeling that you wanted. Um, And I think that that's just such an interesting parallel because that's what I feel like happens when you start doing things for the sake of them lighting you up and not just for the sake of like, I just need to hit this goal. I just need to hit this number. I just need to get this, you know? Yes, absolutely. We're not raised to think this way. Most of us, most of us weren't in a system of education or in a culture, like a family culture to really do things, what we call work, I should say. You know, we're raised to like, you do your work, you get paid, you do the job, you you do it because you're great at it. And like, maybe you enjoy it. And so I think what I've seen and what I've experienced as an entrepreneur, as, you know, someone who started her own business is like, I came in with that mentality of like, oh, I got to do the work. I got to push. I got to show up. That's how I'm going to get the results. And just over the years, the thing that I've noticed the most is like, no, actually it's about me enjoying my life. It's about me doing this work because I genuinely love it. And I believe I'm helping people and I want to help people and showing up with that energy. And again, not an energy of pushing, but an energy of like gratitude of joy of, and I, I've, I've experienced this and I've also seen this like with my peers where like you have a workshop or a course and it's like three people sign up and you had 10 spaces And, you know, I think a lot of us go to like, well, what about these other spaces? Why why didn't people sign up? What can I do differently in pushing? Instead of taking a moment to be like, wow, I have a lot of gratitude that I get to work with these three awesome humans and we get to be on this journey together. And I think there's a certain amount of trusting 
that comes in that too. And goodness knows this is easier to say than to actually practice in your life and in your business. I believe that people will find me at the exact moment they're meant to, and they will get exactly what they need out of that experience. And that's just one of the things that I like believe to my core in my business. So I think if we can just embody that belief and realize that, okay, those exact three people are so meant to be there, are so meant to share in that value, are so meant to be in you know one another's lives right now or whatever that looks like for that specific workshop or program. I think it's so much easier to approach it with that gratitude instead of that like, oh, well, like, well, what happened, right? And I know I've definitely experienced this before as well. And I think that's amazing that you brought it up because that is such an energy shift, right? And sometimes we put these like arbitrary numbers on things and it just, it can make or break our mindset on it, you know? Absolutely. Especially because... I think most of us are really doing this work. Like it's like our soul work. We really want to be doing this work and connecting with others in this way. And, and so coming from that space of like, this is our soul work, you know, and taking kind of, again, easier said than done, but taking the pressure off of it and doing whatever we have to do to get to a place where we can take the pressure off. You know, Mm. if that means getting a part-time job or I don't know, babysitting at night or because like, you know, we're worried about finances. I know that's something, especially like when we go into business for ourselves and we don't have that consistent paycheck every two weeks, but really allowing ourselves, this is something I learned when the first time I was coached years ago, but do it from a place of love and acting from love. So that's a big shift in me. I would say, again, how are we showing up energetically? Are we showing up from a place of love? Or are we showing up from a place of fear and scarcity? Mm. I love that. So I think we've touched on it a little bit here, but I would love to hear, can you tell me the one mindset shift that's made the biggest difference for either you or your clients? Yeah. And it, and it is exactly this. It's the, how we're showing up energetically, how we feel in our bodies as we move through our day. Are we making these choices again out of love or are we making them out of fear and scarcity? It's like, you know, an example, taking on a client that maybe you just, you have a gut feeling. You're like, this isn't a good fit. We're already having some boundary issues here. I don't think like I'm the person to guide them in this process, but we take them on anyway, because we're acting out of fear. We're acting out of scarcity. We're like, oh, but I really, I want to make sure that I make X amount this month. And I just, I use that example because that's something I've experienced. And I know it's something, again, my my friends that are also entrepreneurs have experienced, but that feeling of just like, really, how do I feel as I'm doing this work? And as I move through my day, am I writing that Instagram post because like it's on my to-do list and I've been pushing it off and I'm like, oh no, I really should do this. And putting that should energy and that have to energy around it and that pressure, or am I allowing myself to kind of flow through the day? And it's like, oh, I'm actually in a really beautiful writing mood right now. I'm going to just write and see what comes out. And maybe I'll have some content to share with my followers or my newsletter subscribers. Totally. So I think like a few things come up for me as you're talking there, because I think a lot of times my listeners have a hard time bridging the gap between 
how they're actually feeling moving through their day and in their business and how they want to feel moving through their day and the results they want to get and how they can start showing up more for those actions that are actually going to get them those results. Mm -hmm. So I think like a lot of the times when we're thinking about like, oh, like, you know, you can write energetically from that place of like, Mm -hmm. I really want to, I really feel like I want to write right now. Like, let's see what comes out of it. I like to point out that you don't have to wait for those moments to put out content, but you can tap into them when they do happen. So I think there's a difference here and that's where the the strategies are there to support you, the strategies and the process, right? Mm-hmm. Because I totally know what it feels like to be in flow and writing from a place that feels really good and really aligned and exactly what my people are struggling with in their businesses right now and to almost like guide them through that in that content. But that's one of the reasons that I batch content is because for me to think that I'm going to wake up every single day with that amazing, enlightened, I know exactly what to write, the words are just flowing on the page feeling. Mm -hmm. isn't really realistic for me uh, as much as I would like to, right? (laughs) So I think it's to a certain extent also knowing yourself and relying Mm -hmm. on the systems and the strategies and the support there to actually like know when you're in that place to do the mindset work and to know when you're in that place of, okay, this is a really good time to write and I'm going to take advantage of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, I think part of it too, is just noticing how you're feeling. Right. So like if you, you're wait, you're waking up to like a really long to-do list and all of a sudden you're starting to feel like maybe a little anxiousness or, and that show again, like this shows up for everyone so differently. Maybe you're feeling like a little agitated in your body. And the thing that you're like, oh, the thing that would actually support me right now is going for that walk. That's where I'm like, okay, you have the whole to-do list. If you have the flexibility in that day, it's like, just, just take a step back and pause and go for that walk. And it's like, yeah, you can come back and you can write, even if you're not a hundred percent in flow. That's, that's totally legit. Cause like at the end of the day, there's times we have to do things that we maybe aren't in the mood to do in that moment, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, get that. And at the same time, it's like what I've seen and what I've experienced is just noticing how you're feeling so that you can just shift a little. So maybe you go from feeling like a little agitated or a little negative, a little, whatever the emotion is to just like you shift a little bit out of it. And I think that's, I think that's super important in this work because it can just be really easy to be so hard on ourselves and so driven. And so, like you said, like we're moving through the day. What's the next, what's the next thing I'm going to do? Like, what do I have to, you know, what do I have to get done? Um, and so with that energy of like taking action, I mean, I guess it's all balance, right? Cause like there needs to be this moment of like going inward, checking in, taking some rest you know, what I hear a lot is like, what do you mean? Like take a rest during the day or take a nap or, but it's like, Oh, oftentimes what I hear from, from clients is like, Oh, I started just adding like a tiny bit more self care in. And it made such a difference. I feel so much better. Like when I'm showing back up into my afternoon, I'm showing up with a more joyful energy, or maybe it's not even joyful. Maybe it's just like a little less stressed out. Totally. And I think, you know, 
one of the things that has held me back from giving myself that space in the past has been this feeling of like, oh my gosh, like I need so much time to recover. And I like, I can't even think of giving myself that right now, right? There's just like too many other things to do. And what I've noticed in my own life in those instances, and I mean, we're talking like weeks where I've had like, you know, a ton of calls, like speaking gigs lined up, like rolling out new programs, like (laughs) that, like things where just like a lot of pieces, a lot of moving parts. And what I've realized is that when I actually give myself that space, when I actually give myself that time to rest, mm-hmm. I don't actually have to rest for as long as I think I do, right? <laughs> it's it's almost like I recover that much quicker because I gave myself that space rather than keeping pushing through and then feeling like I'm never giving myself that time. And therefore every day is a struggle after that, right? Like every day of the week going through that entire week makes it that much harder where if I had just taken like a day off to rest or half a day off or, you know, taken the nap or whatever it is in that instance, if I had just given myself that space, it would have like shortened the whole recovery process, right? So it doesn't, it's not always extremely linear in that like, oh my gosh, I'm going to need so much time to recover from this. Sometimes when you give yourself that space, you actually recover a whole lot quicker simply because you gave yourself that space, you know? Absolutely. I mean, and you said, you use the word pushing and it's like, yeah, we tell ourselves to just like keep pushing through. Um, And I think a lot of us, the image that came in was like remembering being in college and like pushing through finals and like studying and not sleeping. And it's like, oh, I'll catch up on sleep. It's like, that's actually not a thing. You can't catch up on sleep. You can't catch up on rest. Um, It's about creating, I think, our own cultures where that self-care is important. And we take the 10 minutes or the 20 minutes or or like, oh my goodness, that hour in the afternoon and we take care of ourselves. We, and it, it doesn't even have to be rest. It can be that like you love to paint and that lights you up and you're like, you know what? I'm going to do something that super lights me up right now so that when I come back to my work or I come back to my family life or I know that I did something for me today. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think it really just goes back to the fact that taking care of you is a business building activity, right? When you yeah. are the business, it's essential, right? Yeah. If you had a car and it had a flat tire, you wouldn't be like, cool, I don't have time to deal with that. Let's push for another week and see what we can get out of it, right? You, you would fix the car so the car didn't break down further, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's so... And again, I'm going to bring it back to like how we're raised in our culture. And, but this is not like self-care and really pausing to check in with how you're feeling and even just acknowledging feelings. Like this is not the norm in our society. A lot of us have like started in corporate jobs and then have been like, what, are, what am I doing? I'm going to shift into, into being self-employed and, and start something on my own. But it's like in that corporate environment or even in like a traditional school system, you just keep pushing. You move throughout the day. You're like, okay, what's the next class or who's the next client that I'm meeting with? Or in other countries, like there's a built-in rest period in the afternoon. For us, it's like, oh no, I'm tired. I'm going to go get my eighth coffee of the day. <laughs> God knows what <laughs> right? A latte can cure this. <laughs> Like I reach for that, you know, I'll reach for that cookie in the break room or like the third cookie because 
it's like, oh, that sugar is going to help get me through this. And it's like, really, all we need is just to take some time for ourselves. Yes. I remember one particular Christmas break where my husband Brian has like a company-wide shutdown around Christmas. And I remember we had been doing a lot of home projects. We had been like really pushing up until around that break. And we were both exhausted. And I remember we were like, okay, we're just going to like veg and we're going to watch Netflix and we're like not going to do anything this break and we're not going to plan anything and it's going to be amazing. And I think we got to day two and we were both like, cool. So that was enough rest. What are we going to do now? (laughs) Because we just got like, we got there so much quicker because we gave ourselves the space, which was what we were talking about earlier. But I think that just takes a certain level of awareness, right? It's kind yeah. of asking yourself like, okay, how am I feeling in this moment? What do I need? And you can always adjust that need later, right? Mm-hmm. Just because we said that we were going to take a week off to relax didn't mean like we had to stay on the couch during that week when we got to day two and we were like, all right, we're bored. Like what now? So I think just remembering that it's kind of this ongoing process with this ebb and flow. And the more you can tap into how you're feeling and what you're needing and support yourself through that, the easier it is to feel supported in that Mm -hmm. and to take actions that are in alignment with that. And like, that is always going to produce better results in our business. Like always, always, always. Always. I like to think of them as like flexible intentions instead of Mm. like you had in that example, like you had the intention to like have the week off and to like really rest. And then you're like, Oh, I feel good after two days. Like I don't need to keep budging out. I'm going to, I'm going to shift gears here. Exactly. So once we have that level of awareness, how do we honor that? Like, what are some actions we can take or what can we do to actually embrace those rest periods or embrace those periods when we might be kind of in a low vibe or a negative energy? And what can we do to shift that to kind of increase our vibe and feel more lit up in our life and business and get to a really good place where the actions feel not only like what we want to do, but also feel like they're actually like supporting the results we want and supporting that vision we have. Yeah. And so you mentioned the first part, which is having that awareness, being able to check in with yourself, right? Like I say, that's step one. So taking the time throughout the day, be it that like you have a reminder that flashes on your phone every hour being like, how are you feeling in your body? Or that you have like a big sticky note on your desk that's like inviting you to check in every now and then with a question that resonates. Like, how are you feeling? What are your needs right now? And so once you have that awareness, I think that's where it gets like very specific for each person. So working with kids, we always used to say, like, how do you help them redirect their energy? So when you see like a toddler, like starting to like get into chaos or how do you help kind of redirect them and guide their energy to, so that they feel purposeful and you're like, you're engaging them in work they're really enjoying. Um, and I think of it the same way as like as us adults. So noticing how I'm feeling, if I'm feeling like a little agitated or frustrated or I'm writing, let's say I'm writing content. And I'm just feeling like really stuck in it. It's then pausing and be like, oh, I notice that I'm feeling agitated in my body right now. And I feel it in my chest. I feel it in my back. And for me, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to take my dog on a 15 minute walk. And while I'm walking, I'm going to say some things out loud that I'm grateful for. And then I come back and it's like, yeah, I'm showing up differently to my work because I gave myself that space. 
And again, it's so different for each person. I almost like to say at the start, if it doesn't feel natural to like check in and kind of redirect yourself, almost coming up with like a redirection list, like a bulleted list of things that help you kind of shift your vibe um, that you know work so well for you. Maybe it's doing some deep breathing or breath work. Maybe it's like FaceTiming a dear friend or your, your mom or your sister. So almost like coming up with like a list of things at the start until the, until it becomes so natural that you just automatically do it. But where it's like, oh, I'm not feeling super grounded. I'm not feeling maybe super great in this process. What's something I can do for me right now? And then almost like checking in with your list. Be like, oh, I'm going to, you know, this sounds really nice. Going for a walk or working with paint or whatever it is, just picking something, allowing yourself, giving yourself the grace to do that and say like, this is actually really supportive for me right now. And this is going to help me so that I come back to my day in a way that is more serving. Yes. I love that. I'm a huge fan of, I have pet a pupper breaks <laughs> where <laughs> I'll just go find my dog in my house. Cause sometimes he wanders off. He doesn't always like to hang in the office with me all day. <laughs> and I'm like, Samson, it's a pet a pupper break. <laughs> like I can't pet my dog and not feel good. <laughs> like there's just like, it just doesn't happen. Right. And, and sometimes he and I would go for walks. If I just like feel like I'm on the verge of something, but like can't quite figure it out or or need ideas for content, can't quite get there yet, or want to think through something from a coaching call that I just had. Like if I'm like needing to process, I find that walking is really super helpful for me. I'm just like doing something apart from staring at a screen because let's face it, our best ideas never come when we're staring at a blinking cursor. (laughs) And the other thing I like to do is if I'm like really not feeling it, I'll take single song dance breaks where I'll just like pick a song and dance it out (laughs) and like of course I look ridiculous and of course my dog thinks I'm insane but it helps so much just to shift that energy and be in so much of a better place rather than you know sitting at my desk and just like pushing harder or hoping something will come you know yes I totally know I have been there myself and I know so many people have been there And you made such a good point, like sitting at the screen, watching the cursor blink, that's not where your best idea or your most, all this tech, yeah, it has its beautiful advantages. It also takes its toll on us, right? Like we're not meant to be sitting for eight hours a day and being sedentary. Like our our bodies were never created to do that. And so I see it as like, what can we do throughout the day that one, like really just makes us feel happy and joyful, but like also helps us move our bodies, helps us move our energy. And walking is such a great example of that. And then also just connecting with nature, like getting out of the room we've been sitting in, that we've been like working on our website for hours or whatever it is. And we're like hunched over and we're kind of like achy a little. And it's like, yeah, yeah. It's because I need to get away from this computer for a minute. (laughs) Right. And I think you bring up like such a beautiful point here. And like, actually, I think maybe all of the things that we talked about don't require any kind of like financial investment is that like so many of these tools are available to us if we allow them, you know? And I, and that's why mindset is so important is because 
you know, these are things that are always available for us. Like I can pretty much always go for a walk. I can pretty much always connect with nature where I live. I can pretty much always dance to a song. I can pretty much always pet my dog, you know? And I'm like, it sounds silly, but sometimes I think that we've we forget or we feel limited by what we're quote unquote allowed to do during the workday. And mm-hmm. I think like no one's going to enter and give you that permission, you know, like you yeah. have to give you that permission yes. to say like, I am deserving of this. And then also take away like notice if there's feelings of shame or guilt or whatever showing up and then kind of address those head on because I never heard, oh yeah, it's really good to pause throughout the day and like connect with yourself and see what you need and what do you need physically? What do you need, you know, emotionally or spiritually? The, the, the greatest extent of that was like, oh, make sure you're drinking water throughout the day. <laughs> like if you're thirsty. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's like, well, that's, that's water, you know, hydration is super important, but all these other aspects are super important too. And it's about us, I think, learning how to believe we're worthy of them and to make them a part of our routine the same way we brush our teeth, the same way we have breakfast. These are supportive tools and ways of being that that are just as important. Yes. And I think that that can be such a difficult shift to make at first, but I think once you start embracing it, right? Like you don't have to be a hundred percent, hundred ten percent on board with this yet. I think if you can just embrace like the slightest bit of it and really believe like you are worthy of taking care of yourself, you are worthy of taking breaks, you are worthy of energetically feeling lit up in your life and business, if you can believe just the tiniest bit of that, it's going to start having a ripple effect. It's going to build on itself, if that makes sense, in that you will always begin to gain momentum, right? Like if you are doing one thing, even just, you know, 20 minutes a day, not even 20 minutes, five minutes a day. If you're taking a break and that's all it feels like you can do right now, then do that because you're going to feel so much better doing that one thing consistently than just ignoring it or beating yourself up for never making the time for self-care or never making the time for these things that you're needing. If you can just find one thing that fits into your life right now, start with that thing because I guarantee you'll be able to add more to it as time goes on rather than just feeling overwhelmed by this idea that like you can never quite take care of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, the thing that popped in, and I know I mentioned my love of Dr. Joe Dispenza. Um, yes, you did. <laughs> because something that really hit me that actually was, I was like, oh, that was me. This is, this is me in this situation. He, he talks about how like you have to feel it in your body in combination with thinking it. So he says like, I want to be earning more, let's say. I want to be earning more. I want more clients. If you're not feeling the gratitude in your body for the clients you do have or the income you do make, and you're just thinking like, I want more, I want more, and you're putting that pressure, he also says like, it ends right at the brainstem. Like that, that's not going to translate. That's not going anywhere. It's just, it ends right there. Because like if you're living, if your body is living in a state of, I don't have enough. I'm worried. Where's the next client coming from? And that kind of stress. It's like, well, that's what you're, that's what you're feeling and living. It's hard to get past it just with the mind. Yes. 
But I do think, and this is like that whole like mind and body coming together, right? Like it has to start somewhere. And I think like that's why mindset is so important is because like I honestly believe that you can create anything you want, but it has to start with a thought. (laughs) Yeah, I do too. And I think what I'm trying to, what I'm really trying to say is it's that understanding that it's, we're whole beings, right? So mind, body, spirit. Mm -hmm. And so mm-hmm. looking at it from that perspective, and I guess I'm sharing more from my own story because I used to really push in my mind, like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this training and work with these people. And in my body, I wasn't living in that same space. And that's where I think this shift occurred for me personally of noticing how am I feeling in my body? Because if I'm living, if my body feels like worried or scared or in a state of fight or flight, then these beautiful ideas that are being created in my mind, like there's a disconnect. And so let's bring these things together. And I think to a certain extent, you almost have to have both, you know? Absolutely. (laughs) Because I think like one without the other just doesn't work, right? Like I think, you know, a lot of times clients are like super big on mindset and they're like, okay, I'm doing the journaling, I'm doing the meditation, I'm doing the yoga, I'm doing like, you know, they'll rattle off all of the things that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, cool. So how is that translating to your business? Yeah. And they're like, well, it's not really, right? <laughs> so I think it's when when we can kind of bring it together and say like, yes, the mindset is important. Yes, feeling good in your body is important. But the reason that we do all of this work is so that we can take more of the right actions and get more of the results we want, right? That's just such a great example of like, well, I'm doing, I'm writing in my gratitude journal every day. (laughs) Right? And it's like, but sales aren't going up. And it's like, well, yeah, like there's there's like a little more to it, right? But I think that, you know, it isn't just one piece, right? It's how it's all working together. And I think that's what we're really trying to illustrate here is you can't just have the actions if they don't have any oomph behind them, if they don't have any energy behind them. Absolutely. Like what's the intention, you know, as you, whatever action you're doing, what's the intention and the feeling behind it? Yes. And I think like that is a perfect spot to wrap up. Shifting your energy in this way can absolutely create more of the results you want in your biz with more ease than ever before. But the truth is, it's only one piece of a much larger puzzle. If you're struggling to generate more leads, land more clients, and create more income in your biz, then it's time to have a closer look at your marketing and sales process, plus the thought work you need to do to take more consistent actions so you can start landing consistent clients. Because trust me, those consistent actions are so much easier to take when you're not constantly second-guessing yourself and your plan. The good news is I'm absolutely incredible at getting to the root of your blind spots and giving specific feedback so you can start landing dreamy clients on repeat. I put together an amazing 60-minute consistent clients coaching intensive that is going to blow your mind. Together, we'll create a marketing plan for your biz, cultivate the mindset you need to take action on it, talk about how you can use it to start generating leads faster and with more ease, priming them for your paid offers, and landing consistent clients in your biz. This is normally priced at $299, and I'm offering it for $197 for a limited time. So hit the link in the show notes and grab an intensive before they're gone. So Sandra, if people love what they heard from you today, where can they find you? 
Yeah. So I'm on Instagram um, at Sandra Kermode and then also just my website, sandrakermode.com. Amazing. Well, you guys heard it. Go check her out over there. And thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you, Amanda. It was so fun chatting with you. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandadunley.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, each month I'll be picking one reviewer to win a vision board design coaching intensive with me so you can create your own definition of success. If you're looking for more support in creating a beautiful, balanced life and thriving, successful business, head over to amandadunnelycom slash free call and book my free Simplifying Success Coaching Call, where I'll help you identify one simple shift you can make to cultivate a success mindset and start seeing results now. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. She believes that we are here to enjoy life, to feel lit up, and to light up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>